So I want to reflect this morning on the mission that characterises the priesthood of our time. And I want to make my first point, and this is where that all has to begin, and think about the ineffable holiness of God. I want to start by asking kind of a question. That if you were taken up to heaven and you saw God and heard him, and then came back down, what would you say? What would you describe of what you have seen? That would you be going to, running to Dr. Cajal and say, ah, the Trinity, that there are three persons, and there's a, a procession generating the Son, and then there's a spiration resulting in the Holy Spirit, and that there are four relations, but three subsistent relations. No. Um, if you beheld God, you would be rendered silent. That there would be something about the immensity of God that would render you struggling to speak. So St. Paul, he was taken up to heaven. He saw God. And he says... He saw and heard ineffable things, which one may not utter. Isaiah, as we heard in our first reading, he saw a vision of heaven. And in that vision of heaven, he had the angels in their eternal hymn attempting to, in a sense, describe God. And what do they say? Holy, holy, holy. But they don't say God is love. They don't elaborate the Trinity. Rather, they say that He is holy. And if you know your Hebrew, Hebrew doesn't have a word for most, so they don't have a way of saying most holy. They say it by saying it three times. It's not that he's holy, it's not that he's very holy, he is the most holy thing. And so, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. And that truth of God is so important in our faith that it's repeated in the book of Revelation, in the New Testament, in the New Covenant. Again, how do you describe God? He's holy, holy, holy. Something so important that in every Mass we say, holy, holy, holy. That to see him is to be struck by the fact that he is, he's different from us. He is more than us. He is holy. Word meaning separate, different. And so both Isaiah in our first reading, St. Peter in a different way in the Gospel text and in meeting the Lord, they are struck by their difference from the Lord. Isaiah saying, woe is me, I am doomed. St. Peter saying, leave me, Lord. 
that to meet the Lord is to meet someone utterly beyond you, someone holy. Now my second point is almost the reverse, is that we can, even with his ineffable holiness, meet him. That in Christ, God has truly shown himself. That God, the word, uh, that Jesus, the word of the Father, has been spoken. So he remains infinite while we remain finite. He remains inexhaustible, ineffable, while somehow being seen in human flesh, known in human flesh, met here in human flesh. So Isaiah, St. Paul, St. John, who writes the book of Revelation, they all met the Lord in an exceptional way, being somehow taken up to see him. Those who knew him in the flesh 2,000 years ago, they knew him in a way that you and I can't repeat. But we do, in a different way and in, in a sense of fuller way, encounter him. That when we read the scriptures, the accounts describing what God in flesh looked like, what God in flesh did and said, then by the power of that same spirit of the same one who came, we're able to meet that same Lord, that same ineffable one today. Now, my third point is to connect that with our mission. Because that meeting the Lord changes us and it sends us. So Isaiah was sent, here I am, send me. St. Peter, having met the Lord, was sent. From now on you'll be fishing for men. A change in his mission. That both before Isaiah and St. Peter had sensed their unworthiness, but in that encounter with the Lord, were changed, made worthy. Now for us, you and I have also been sent. And our Gospel text for today St. John Paul the Great, this was his, um, since you might well say, his pivotal text on the new evangelization. That in his document for the um, new millennium, Nuevo Millennio Innuente, this was the image, the passage that he reflected on. This image of St. Peter unable to do it by himself, unable to haul in the fish by himself. All night they labored in vain. And yet the Lord says to him, Duk in altar, put out into the deep. 
an image for us in our day of the, of the task of the new evangelization. Do it. Go out into the deep. And if we are to think, what is the defining task of your priesthood? What makes your priesthood different from others? It's the new evangelization. That if you'd lived in ancient Rome, your priesthood would have been defined by the task of martyrdom. If you'd lived in the Reformation, your priesthood would have been defined by the Counter-Reformation and that seeking to Um, in apologetics, in catechetics, remedy all those errors and bring the people back. If here in America you'd lived in the 1940s or the 50s, your priesthood would have been characterized by a time of numerical growth, of building, of building schools, building churches, of, of maintenance, of stability. But your era, today, your priesthood, is defined by the new evangelization. And maybe you didn't want that task. Maybe you wanted an easier vision of priesthood, a priesthood that was just um, having cups of tea with old ladies. Or maybe, like St. Peter and Isaiah, you just don't feel worthy of the task. But it is your task. And the people of your generation, this is what they need of you, to have the Lord presented anew. Now to turn this back to where I began, the encounter with the ineffable Lord, why are you here? You are here because each and every one of you had some such encounter in all kinds of different forms. You are here because somehow you met the Lord. You met one who is beyond you. And he brought you here. Here in seminary that you might encounter him more, that you might encounter him deeper, that you might know him even more. That you might receive this gift You only came here because you'd already in some sense received it, but received it in a way that you're able to do what is your task, to to share it with others. So the holiness of God, he is ineffable, he is beyond our words, we never exhaust him. But we encounter that same ineffable God today, He comes to us, he shows himself, he's here before us. And that meeting him changes us, sends us forth. That the waters of the new evangelization are indeed deep, are indeed worrisome, fearsome, beyond us. But Dukinoto set out into the deep. Because however deep those waters are, however beyond us they are, He, who we meet, he who we know, is even more.